0: Alright. Hello everyone. Uh welcome back. Well, uh, I don't think I should say welcome back because it's not an episode really of the final four. But um with the lot well, with the current developments that that have been happening in sports, we decided to just have a mini episode today. Um and I am not alone. It's just myself and Mook MK today. Uh, MK, how are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm good. I'm glad you didn't call me Mook. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no 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 i i think uh on, on, on the podcast they don't know you as mooks eh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no no i'm Gucci,
1: i'm Gucci. you know i've settled down now with the whole red bull the win and
0: mm-hmm. yeah man yeah. i think
1: i'm it's
0: prepared to be objective now. <laughs> uh no no i definitely understand i mean, you've soaked in the winning prepared to be objective um, But I think we'll, 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 we'll touch on the Red Bull a bit more when the Red Bull, the uh, Formula One issue a bit more. Once we have developments in terms of what Mercedes is going to do, are they appealing the case? Um, Because at this yeah. point in time, they've only said they have an intent to appeal. They haven't said they are appealing. Yeah. um, But what we really will uh, focus on is that we just want to focus on the UEFA Champions League. As you know, we had the draw on... Monday the 13th was it Monday or was it yesterday the 14th uh I think it was yesterday the draw was yeah <laughs> no I think it, it was yesterday no it was Monday it was Monday so we had the draw on Monday Monday the 13th um the last sixteen draw and there was a whole lot of controversy in the draw so uh maybe you can unpack what happened in the draw and then we'll just go through the pictures and the teams that were matched up yeah, I mean,
1: look, I mean, as, as as a sport conspiracy theorist, I've always thought there was something, like, funny um, with UEFA and the way that there's certain teams that always get easy draws. Um, after their resurgence, Man City. Man City, I don't remember the last time they had a, a, a tough draw, like, from the round of 16. Um, I, I, I'm also willing to put Real Madrid there. And I also thought that it was weird how, by chance, like, we only ever had an El Clasico um, since, like, there was the Messi versus Ronaldo. Um, I think once. I think we only had one El Clasico in the UEFA Champions League. And I always thought to myself, oh, this is a bit bizarre. So, what happened, like, on Monday, you know, um, for me, right, is like, okay, wait, these guys, they, they drew Man United by mistake, And then, Man United also ends up being the team that gets left out of the Atletico de Madrid um, draw, you know, and ultimately, that's actually the team that we ended up drawing, Atletico de Madrid. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I'm here, I'm like, nah, man, this thing, I mean, we've always had our conspiracies, right, and I'm not sure if we, we have enough evidence to say, yeah, no, this thing is rigged or it's fixed, but... Man United just can't catch a break ever since Fergie left in that draw. You know? <laughs> and I don't know, man. Like, Chelsea got the same team again. At the end of the day, the problem with with a draw and putting up a case of it being real is that draws are based of chance. Yeah. Naturally speaking. You know, sort of like the lottery. Naturally speaking. But there's just, like, funny things. And of course, I mean, we, we'll end up, like, Drawing um, conclusions that we can't back up. For instance, Madrid had an easy fixture. Then they ended up with a difficult fixture in the second Mm draw. Now, what do you say? What? Peléas didn't send the money the second time around. And Roman Abramovich did. (laughs) You know, just... (laughs) What are you going to say? But um, I think a tough draw for Man U. A decent one for Chelsea. I think a tough draw for Real Madrid as well. And... I think decent for Bayern Munich second time around. I think they should get past Liverpool. Actually, I, I said to be honest, man, the only team that got a tough draw was Man United and PSG. For me, yeah. you know, for me. So I don't know what you thought, man. If you
0: thought it was dubious or not. So just to just to just to reverse from the fixtures, right, and actually just explain what actually happened. So they were having the draw, and in last sixteen games, um. So obviously from the group stage, the top two teams qualify, the group winners and the runner-up. So in the last 16, the two teams which were in the same group can't be drawn against each other. And also, if you're coming from the same country, you can't be drawn against each other in the last 16. So what happens now is that Villarreal was put in the pot um, as a runner-up to see who they're going to face. And for some reason, um, the Manchester United ball, they were in the same group at Manchester United. And the Manchester United ball ended up being the one that was chosen from the pot. So because obviously that couldn't happen, um, they decided to take out that ball and have a redraw. Um, So they redrew. Villarreal got their opponents, which ended up being Manchester City in the first draw. And then in the next draw for Atletico Madrid, the Manchester United ball was now omitted from that draw which is where now the controversy all came when why? Okay, we understand maybe it was a mistake. You put it in the first time, but then you didn't put it in the second time. And then they did the draw and everything finished. And we thought, okay, maybe this is how UEFA is going to continue. And then they came out later and they said, nope we can't continue like that. We've had an error with the machine that tells them which teams can't be with each other in real time. So they're going to come back and they're going to have a redraw they had the redraw and this time there were no errors but there were some notable fixture changes like MK is like Mugameli is saying uh, here Bayern Munich who originally had Atletico Madrid now have RB Salzburg which is a way easier draw Um, Manchester United they had Manchester City who had Villarreal now have Sporting Lisbon Ajax has has Benfica Chelsea who drew um Lille in the first draw drew Lille again in the second draw Um, Atletico Madrid who was ended up getting Manchester United the same Manchester United which was omitted from the first draw Juventus got um Juventus got Villarreal Liverpool ended up getting Inter Milan and which is a harder draw than they had in the first in the first game because they initially had Salzburg and psg ended up getting real madrid so in this draw they are uh, it's it's a bit more it's a, it's a tougher draw than the first draw um but there are some notable things where you're saying okay but united and atletico chelsea and Lille, um those are really great talking points actually like like you're saying they were admitted and then now they they're playing each other
1: mm. and and that's the thing for me right where it's like so what would have happened in the first draw if Man United were in that pot? Would we have drawn Atletico? You know, <laughs> then in the second pot, in the second um, draw, it goes again, and then we draw Atletico. Because that's what I kept on asking myself, right? I was like, wait, so we were omitted only from Atletico Madrid. And then the second draw happened. I'm like, damn. So the one fixture we were omitted from is the one fixture that we get And so for me, it's like, there's actually something with that Man United ball that must have been happening. At the end of the day, I mean, look, we can dismiss things as conspiracy theories, but rich people don't play around with money. This is money that's involved. (laughs) (laughs) A PSG versus Manchester United with Ronaldo at 36, and I think what, Messi's 33 now. So, Mm -hmm. like, a PSG versus Ronaldo, and it could be one of your last fixtures. Cool. I think Ronaldo still has another season at Man United, not only on contract, but I also think he can perform at that standard for another season. But we don't know if Man United as a whole could get out, because you're uncertain about where this club will go. It's been that way since Fergie, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm like, surely, though, if all you have to do is fix the weight of a certain ball to be drawn at a certain time you fix it if you have to you know that's but that's just me though i'm like nah these guys <laughs> it's just i think Ashavin there messed up a typical arsenal fashion
0: <laughs> <laughs> ashaven was just picking the balls right he wasn't the one putting them into the pot so he was just picking the balls He was picking what he what was put in front of him um, but like you are saying, man, we, we've we seen these things happen a lot with UEFA in the past where the same teams are drawing the same teams over and over again in the last 16. Um, and peop, it's always been a thing of, okay, maybe there are some heated balls or some balls are colder than others, you know, and then you know which team to pick for what. But, hey, man, it's, 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 it's part of the game, I think, with UEFA. Uh, and it is what it is. But we've got some great fixtures actually lined up for the... Um, we've got some great pictures lined up for the last sixteen. So yeah, man. So let's just go into some predictions here. Uh, I know it is very early to have predictions, but just off the top of your head, um, who do you think is going to win uh, in these games? I think Bayern versus RB Salzburg, Salzburg. Yeah, straightforward. obvious. Yeah, uh, Man City versus uh, Sporting. Straightforward too. Straightforward, Man City. Uh, Ajax versus Benfica. Alex is, uh, what's this, 10 hug is getting through? You think 10 hug is going through there? All right. And then we've got Chelsea versus Lille. Uh, look,
1: I think Chelsea will get through, right? It's just I've not been understanding um, why the team has not been as consistent in this as it has been. So there might be one of those um, on aggregate, like 4 um, 2, probably, you know. Uh, where I think Chelsea might consider a couple of like stupid goals, but they'll get through. So I still I still maintain Chelsea. I still maintain mm. Chelsea.
0: All right, and the team that you support, Manchester United,
1: <laughs> look. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't think um, Atletico have been consistent yet um, in the league. Um, I think last time I checked the log, they were like fourth, right? But at the same time, I don't think Man United um, has the right kind of system yet. I don't think, um, I don't feel the 4-2-2-2. That's just me. Uh, I think I said on the last podcast as well. I think this guy should have worked on refining the 4-2-3-1 because we have the personnel for that kind of system. I I would have preferred if he refined that. And actually, sort of complicating everything, just make sure the team presses in a 4-4-2. Mm-hmm. So for me, looking at the experience that Atletico has, Suarez, Raúl, Felix, if all if Atletico Madrid's team is healthy and our difficulties with breaking down a low block, right, Man United yeah. can't break down a low block, even is low block. I think as uh, I'm, I'm gonna say Atletico Madrid are going through because Manchester United. If I put aside my loyalty to the badge, just aren't playing the type of football that gets you through the quarterfinals of the UEFA Champions League. Yeah. Okay, if they close to Cristiano Ronaldo the whole day, what? You could get <laughs> to?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, like there's that element of Man United, cool. But I think if we speak like a holistic game of football, I expect Atlético Madrid to go through. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not, like I'm not trying to be humble or whatever the case may be but man united just haven't been able to break down a low block this year at all yeah and that's what atletico madrid is a, a very well structured low block you know <laughs>
0: a well well structured low block those guys you know when it comes down to defending like we've seen it countless times i think we even saw it last season when they were playing in liverpool and how they knocked out Liverpool. Yes, it did go to extra time, um, but they were able to knock out Liverpool. And people thought Liverpool was going to go to the final again. So you you never know what you're going to get with Simeone, um, especially look coming. They're going to be coming off the winter the winter break there, playing a few games uh, just to get back into form, and then they go back into your uh, Champions League. So. Personally, right, um, looking at the fact that there's no more away goals rule in in the knockouts now, right, remember? Which is child, yeah. It's straight up whoever has higher aggregates If its draw, we go to extra time. Um, I really do believe that Atletico can get one over Manchester United. I don't think I've, I'm not convinced enough yet with Manchester United. um, And just knowing Simeone, how he can break down big teams and how he can take big sculpts um i think that's where we differ in our in in in, in our um tra- uh, prediction for this game yeah i would take atletico in this game all the other four games i think we we still are on track yeah wait
1: where do we differ i'm saying atletico will go through
0: oh you're saying atletico will go through okay let yeah, wow. Atletico go go through okay perfect okay cool We, we still <laughs> yeah, no, right. the, i you think the real one you've been yeah. objective you're putting loyalty no, I'm aside. just being
1: objective. Now, nah, loyalty aside, the team has not looked fluid. There's a new coach, there's a new system. Uh, we can't break down low blocks. Bruno just wants to make aggressive passes. Oh, <laughs> <lie>. I'm not. Jada! <laughs> you know, it's like, Jada, oh, dog, okay. Can you build an attack sometimes? Mm. You, I understand he's an aggressive um, forward um, midfielder slash um, shadow strike. Sl- I understand mm. all those things. But I think but sometimes sure. read the game, like Thomas Muller. You know, that's mm. just my thing. Read the game. Should we be getting our mids in first, and then should Cleanwood like just drop a little bit? You know, like just
0: read the game, man. You become he, very he, predictable. He's always looking for that for that headline pass, and Dude. it's just not even there.
1: So I, I for the for that one, I think the tough one, and you go.
0: I think the tough one is Madrid versus PSG. <laughs> I don't, we're still gonna get that. I think another one, uh, another one, that could be a bit more straightforward: Juventus versus Villarreal. Uh, I don't anyway, think that one's straightforward. I'll lie. I will lie. No, just because they beat you guys last season. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, uh, yes, Juventus—they they haven't been at their best, but they are managing to win the to win the games that they need to win. Um, I really think by the time, also by the time last sixteen comes back, KSS will will be back in form. Um, well, he'll be back from. I don't know if he's injured, but he hasn't been playing uh, as of late. I think he is, he does have a little injury. I think Kiesa will be back by the time um, the last sixteen kicks off. And you know, if Kiesa's there, then anything is possible, man. Um, yeah, true. I, I really do think. I really do see Juventus getting over Villarreal, but it's Villarreal can do anything on that day as well, like you were saying.
1: Yeah, look, I think you're 100% correct. If Chiesa and Diapala are there, um, mm. then they can do wonders. But obviously, I mean, they're like seventh on La Liga now, and uh, not La Liga, Serie A. So yeah, I also yeah, think yeah. they have not found their feet, you know. So from that perspective, that's why I'm actually saying, hey, but Villarreal have a chance if this team is still trying to child together the way it is right now. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I okay. think Juventus
0: gets this done, especially since the second leg is in Italy. Now they get yeah. this done. Yeah. And moving on. All right. So we've got Liverpool and Inter, first leg in Italy. Uh Inter playing the first leg and then Liverpool come, taking it to Anfield on the second leg. Who, do, who have you got ah, this? Mo Salah Mo Salah. Yeah. <laughs> these are these are two teams who are currently in great form. Um True. It's uh Inter's on the top of Serie A Um you, Liverpool are one point behind Manchester City and they are second in the Premier League. Uh look, Mo Salah's in he's been in sublime form. Um he's he's inevitable. I think you know that every week you're gonna get something from this guy. Um they're playing a pretty it's Inter, inters uh, they're not an easy team to dismantle, but I really do believe that Club can get past Inter. Um, and they can make it to the last eight. No, I'm
1: definitely with you because I think where I where I really took my hat off for Mo Salah, right? I mean, I took a while to jump on the bandwagon just out sort of pure rivalry, but <laughs> the game against Wolves, right? Where I thought, okay, nah, there's nothing that can happen from this game. As much as he didn't score, he made the perfect play hmm. to get the Divock Origi or goal, and that's why I saw that Mo has actually really improved as a footballer. That's where I was sold. I was like, oh no, this guy's really improved as a footballer. Cause I think previous seasons in that in those minutes, Salah would be trying to get a first touch for him to take the shot on. Yeah. But he got yeah. the perfect first touch to set someone up for goal. And I thought to myself, damn, that's why that's why that's why this guy is also top assists right now in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, I think Liverpool gets through. And in fact for me Right now, I think Liverpool might win the UEFA Champions League.
0: Oh, wow. so that's that's your that's your early call Right now, you Liverpool as your champions.
1: Yeah, for me, they they are the one team of every team that's around that has um, the consistency and the right strategy. PSG haven't found the consistency. I think Real Madrid is. Not at Real Madrid-type levels yet. Um, Bayern Munich is the only other team, I think, that's like with Liverpool. But also Bayern have had like a couple of weird losses in the Bundesliga. I mean, then they get knocked out, was it 6-0 with all of yep. their starting players? And yeah, then obviously yep. Chelsea's having a bit of a drought. Not a drought, but like a, a yeah. weird run. Yeah. Juve is a bit inconsistent. Manu's obviously Manu. And Atletico is also a bit inconsistent. So for me, the one team that right now on paper looks like, hey, to us, we know what we have to do, is Liverpool. And that's currently my horse.
0: But uh, what, what about uh, Manchester City?
1: Um, I, I would say Manchester City, but I think this whole no striker thing, I'll never be convinced. With that. I know they won the league without a striker, <laughs> but I'll never be convinced that they have enough to get over the UEFA without having that guy that they give the ball to to say score.
0: Yeah. Without
1: having an Aquero. Because I think that's what Aquero's get. I, I don't understand how Pep overlooked this after so many years of service to him, but I think right now, if, if, if Man City, right? Man City is always one of two things either so they get on the pitch, dominate, score goals, get off the pitch. Or they get on the pitch and then they can't create clear-cut chances. Because that's the difference between a... I don't want to say Phil Foden because it's too young. But that's the difference between a Riyad Mahrez, Raheem Sterling and an Aguero type of player, right? And I'll even say Jack Relish, Where with like your midfielder slash winger sort of false nine players... You have to actually create, I think, clear cut chances for them to score. Mm. And Aguero can make something out of can nothing because it. he, yeah, you get what I'm saying. He has the killer instinct, right? That's so the like the game, you know? Yeah. Yes, yes. So for me, that's like for me, that's right now currently lacking with Man City. And I'd even actually put like, for instance, like I think once Rom Rom's fitness actually takes shape. I think Chelsea will get that bounce back you know because when you have at home he knows the minute he gets the ball he's trying to see where's the keeper <laughs> you know with some of these other players he's like take, uh
0: five touches step over no. yeah
1: don't, don't to create where's can I cross it can I nah 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 where's the keeper you know so for me that's the only thing that I have against Man City right now uh,
0: it's 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 funny you say that, but look, you, we are talking in Champions League uh, context here. But, you know, last night against Leeds, they they did get seven, you know, without a striker. So it's it's, it's pretty weird what they've got on going there in Manchester City. But look, it's it's been working for them in the league so far. Um, but yes, I do. I definitely understand what you're saying where if there's no striker, you're out and out nine who's going to get there and score you your 15, 16 goals minimum in that season. It's going to be very tough. Uh, if you don't get that target, man, it is going to be very tough. But hey, man, I think for Pep, it's been working so far. Um, so I don't think he's going to change that anytime soon. Maybe if he did get Kane in the, in the transfer window. yeah, you're right. I yeah. I about that.
1: Because right now, Kane can't, what, he has one goal in the league.
0: Yeah, Kane's got uh, one goal in, in, yeah, one goal 14 games. So it's, it's, even for him, it's been a bit of a slim puzzle. <laughs> and it's no
1: longer just that whole August because mid-December.
0: It's, it's <laughs> we, we in mid-December, my man. We're we, we are a couple of games away from being in game week 18. Uh, halfway through the season. <laughs> <laughs> I think that guy just wants to go. But
1: sharp, that's another discussion. But I, mm-hmm. I think that guy is just tired of seeing Son. Uh, okay, maybe not Son. But I think he's just tired. He looks up. This is in the mid i think it's just tired
0: yeah. <laughs> i i, 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 would I these guys who it's like a, it's like it's like i think we can say it's like kobe in 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 the later years of his career you know just when Paul Gasol joined, you know, it was just him and Paul Gasol. He looks around, he doesn't know, hey, these guys, I'm not gonna pass to these guys. Come on. You know? <laughs> yes. There's yes. no confidence there.
1: <laughs> perfect, perfect analogy. Cause who what was it, Mink, who even once made that three point and then he had to explain to kobe after why he didn't pass. I really think it's bad. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, this guy looks, he's singing tanga and it's like ish. This is the young prospect. That means the young prospect is a full folded, you know. You know. <laughs> but, uh, I think people are tired of, of Spurs, And then sorry.
0: just to just to, to to wrap up our predictions now for the Champions League, we've got the game, uh, which I believe it's the game of the last 16: uh PSG versus Real Madrid. Sergio Ramos returning to the Bernabeu after leaving the Bernabeu uh, at the end of the season. Uh, Messi, um, as a former Barca player, returning to the Bernabeu. Um, how do you see this one going? Pierre, Paris Saint-Germain. I, mm-hmm. I think they've been missing a spark. Sharp
1: Maurizio hasn't set them up well. But all of those players are big game players. Hmm. From, from Kylian Mbappe, Messi, Angel Di Maria, Wijnaldirin, Sergio Ramos, Hakimi. All those boys are big game players. Mm-hmm. there's been missing a spark there's been missing the connection sharp. but i don't think real madrid will have enough to deal with those boys and i think the spark from paris saint-germain pushing this year will probably come from that fixture
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no I definitely, especially I definitely, Messi, dog exactly i definitely i don't i think messi wants to win one more um, you know, he's been saying he wants to bring it back to Camp Nou, and he failed. He couldn't do that. Um, but also with the disappointment that they've been having, I don't think he wants to be knocked out in the last 16 um, uh, of the Champions League, even in a new team. Because now it's going to be like, oh, Messi, Messi can't win a Champions League without Iniesta and and Xavi, you know. So I think he really has something to prove as well, and I think they will they will be able to get over the line um, with Real Madrid. It's going to be sad to see a team like Real Madrid um, knock out of the last 16, but hey man, it's, it's football. These things happen. Yeah. So just to wrap up, we did say Bayern going through, Manchester City going through, Ajax, Chelsea, Atletico, Juventus. Liverpool and PSG. All right. So hopefully, uh, those predictions do come true when it is time next year, Feb March, for the last 16. And yeah, man, we'll see what happens. And MK saying that his early favourites to win the Champions League is Liverpool FC. All right. Club winning it for the second time. And then just moving away from football now. And we're moving away to uh, the, the States where we saw Stephen Curry finally get over the hurdle. and um get past ray allen's three point uh, total three points is made in all time um so ray allen had 2973 three points in his career and steph curry who has played 789 games so far um currently has 2977. so we've been waiting for this moment for a while my brother um <laughs> how, how, how did you feel in that game Where? He, from literally in the first quarter, he got these two that he was waiting for to get over, and to now separate himself from the pack. Hey, mate! Look, I think we all know I was impatient. Like,
1: boo, you are the best? You know, greatest shooter of all time, Shaolin, Drepen. You, you know, <laughs> I was very impatient. But oh boy, I think Madison Square Gardens, uh, mm. playing against the New York Knicks. I also think Steph got his first 50 at Madison Square Gardens. Yeah, great, and yep. I think he hit the, those shots were perfect, man. Difficult shots that showed that, hey, I also want to get this record over and done with. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, as a, as a Golden State fan, man, um, this guy has had a story to tell from Golden State, from the injuries... From the years of, we believe, uh, trying to make it to the playoffs, to when we won our first championship in 40 years, to the dynasty with KD, to when KD left, there's no one that I would actually like to see achieve more than this guy in the NBA. So for me, man, it was it was crazy. I think if I can go on a tangent here, yeah, I think you know, you know, I was coming from groove, and I was like, I'm not sleeping until I see, <laughs> not sleeping until I see my boy Steph break the record. Yeah, I was yeah, happy yeah. Did it in the first quarter because I could pass out afterwards.
0: <laughs> no, look, um, it's like you're saying, man, we've been waiting for this moment, and I think just to put it into context, right? Ray Allen played 1,300 NBA games, and he had 2,973 three-pointers. Steph, who's played 789 games, now has 2,977. So he got to that record at a way quicker pace, and he's he's on track to set. Look, uh, I think he's on track to set. If he plays those 1,300 games that Ray Allen played, he could be on track to set more than 4,000 um definitely getting 3500 by the end of next season if you know um if injuries are on his side and he doesn't get injured but i just want to see how far this man can take it man and i think it's going to be a very long time before we see someone um come in and break his record if someone can even do that um but yeah look from like you're saying first game at madison square garden was well he got his first 50 point game at madison square garden and now he's breaking the record at Madison Square Garden where we've seen so many players in history uh, do great things at Madison Square Garden Jordan scored 55 points at Madison Square Garden LeBron got that rather 40 odd points uh, triple-double at Madison Square Garden Kobe's done things at Madison Square Garden and just having Ray Allen there as well you know to come and say and Richard Miller and having Reggie Miller, who's one of Steph's idols, who's the number three on the list. Um, it was just it was just a great sight, man. And also, look, we know who's always at Knicks game, Spike Lee. I think Spike Lee was happier yeah. to see Steph get that record than just and he didn't really care about um the Knicks losing that game as long as Steph got that record. He was there with his phone, you know, acting, you know, he's, he was having that, that excitement to see, good man. This guy is getting this record. Even though he's not a Golden State Warriors fan, he's a hard neck fan. But
1: yeah, big time, big time.
0: Oh, just for basketball, man, it was a great feat. And hopefully, if LeBron beats Kareem one day in total points, we'll we'll be saying the same thing.
1: Ah, but LeBron's taking that record most.
0: You you right? He's gonna you rate he's gonna take that Kareem. Ah,
1: he will. Dude, I mean, I think I think for me, there's if there's. One guy that I can say he has not met for the time is LeBron James. Mm-hmm. i right, Lakers aren't looking their best right now, but LeBron isn't looking like a 36 year old, yeah. not yet. So mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think LeBron will beat that record before he retires. I definitely do. Yeah, I definitely more than do. He do. He's,
0: started, he's just starting to get a bit injured now, um, more frequently than he was because. We know how much money LeBron puts into his body. to yeah, yeah. he's ready for the whole season. Um, we know about LeBron taking some games off. You know, just you know, just not to aggravate these niggles that he has. But I think um, in the past two, three seasons, he has been getting injured a bit more, and the injuries have been getting longer and longer in terms of game span. So we will see. But I, I really do want him to to break that record, man. It would be. It would be. But great. do you
1: think it's for the time, G?
0: Hey, these things happen my man you, you can do <laughs> you, your muscles can be the muscles of a 23 year old but bones my man you, you there's nothing you can do about your bones eh then father time is undefeated exactly exactly but just to just before we end off on steph i just want to read some stats here uh, you know so these are just some of the records before steph uh well some of the records that steph has now before steph had them So, most three points in a season, that record was held by Ray Allen, and it was 269. Steph has that record now. He scored 402 in the 15-16 season, where he was the unanimous MVP. And this current season, he's currently on pace to beat that. Um, So, most games with more than 10 three-pointers, J.R. Smith had that record, surprisingly, with three games. (laughs) Steph has 22 games with uh 10 or more three points and the most threes from 27 plus feet kobe bryant had that record um we had 211 of those threes steph has 703 three points from more than 27 feet out and the most seasons where you are leading the nba in threes steph has led them seven times currently leading again this year and ray allen had that record with three seasons And just the last one, most seasons averaging five made three points per game. Every player in NBA history combined, there's not even one who's averaged five three points per game in a season. Steph has done it four times. So this man has really revolutionized basketball. He's really taken this talent that he has and he's gone with it. And he really is the best shooter of all time. All right so man that's that just been it for today from me and mk you know we were just giving you just a bit more just a bit uh during the week it's not a full episode but we did really want to just talk about these two issues um and hopefully if anything happens next week we will uh you will hear from us again next week if not uh just like we said in the last episode man we will see you guys next year but we come back and we're still reporting on on sports from my side thank you very much for listening um and any last words from you mk um
1: i think it's just a pity how <clears throat> we we couldn't go on further about the point you just made there which is so true that steph actually revolutionized the game um with his shooting ability mm. but um outside of that <laughs> maybe you know you could always discuss it next year or something but i think that is probably been the greatest gift this guy has given the game um that it's very hard to find bad shots now you know in the past i was always like hey man you can't shoot from 40 and all this that's a bad shot but now like coaches understand when you're taking that shot because steph has shown everyone it's possible but mm-hmm. outside of that man i think um merry christmas to everyone um it's 10 days away uh don't drink and drive um condomize um stay (laughs) safe (laughs) we know it's december stay safe and every rand spent in december is worth two in january but that's all that it's been a great year man Uh,
0: perfect perfect uh thank you very much everyone and we'll see you next year cheers